Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Hi. Hello, and welcome to Boo Bays. <laughs> Boo Bays. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I'm Josh. I'm your host, Caitlin. And that was a mess. It's okay. And today we're going to come talking to you about one of our listener requests Barbarian. Barbarian, requested by Miss Nancy. Nancy, thank you, Nancy, for this request. Um, yes. Something that I had previously watched. Um, Me but as well. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a pretty cool movie. Um, and we should just get right into it. Yeah, it's directed by Zach Krager and mm-hmm. written by Zach Krager. Yeah, it's his directorial and writing debut. Um, Which it's pretty crazy. The last film we covered also was the directorial debut of Filippo. Mm-hmm. The Filippo brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Danny. And Michael. Michael. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so we do um, basically a horror thriller type of film. Yeah. I would say doesn't it's kind of its own and its own kind of ball game because it's monster it movie tags. Yeah. It touches kind of on a bunch of different genres. Yeah. Drama, rom com, even. Yeah. For a moment there. It really does. Yeah. Um, it does such a good job. They do such a good job of painting Bill Skarsgård, Keith. Um, a little as, creepy as a creepy i mean of course Skarsgård has such a unique face too that it it seems like yeah you know, he just kind of has that inherently creepy unfortunately yeah for him no but also like, like so attractive yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i was like it's this man is definitely handsome what's the way that he plays his characters for sure and the way he you know the certain mannerisms as well um, and even the cadence and like the speech, even the way Keith would like kind of not necessarily stutter, but like his delivery and his tone and like nervousness in his yeah. voice almost at times was very even coming off a bit like either try hard like, or, or like, he's doubling back to cover up for something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Especially whenever she found the room. Yeah. And it, it oh, almost yeah. seemed like he'd he already knew about out. it. Yeah. Yeah. He like, was like trying to play it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It seemed like he'd been caught. I could definitely see something. that. They did such a, I just love how, and especially from the trailer too. Yeah. Do you remember the trailer? Like It didn't give much away, but what it did make it seem was more of like him being Bill, the villain. Yeah. With yeah. Keith being the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. I remember thinking going into the film that Skarsgård was bad mm-hmm. and 
like they fully had me believing it until until yeah his head gets and it kind of gave cat and mouse in. movie at first it gave like psycho it gave like oh yeah. this is gonna go a certain way and eventually he's gonna try to kill it or something yeah exactly she's gonna have to try to escape and i mean even though <clears throat> there was like the instance whenever he was asleep on the couch and then we see the door close behind her and stuff then yeah that did make me clue in because and then at that point too i had started trusting him there's something more here yeah yeah but then i was like oh well what if maybe he's got someone else already locked in the basement mm-hmm. or something even though we didn't know about the basement at that moment mm-hmm. um it's still still such a good job it's, i love this movie y'all spoiler alert there's a lot of uh ways like i feel like this movie almost gives even like if they put it out with that like you know how back in the day you would get dvds with like um and i think you've done this with different one um how should this play out like interactive like you could choose different roles for the, which the movie could go oh yeah that would be cool did, yeah with final destination yeah because it, it gave very much like that type of vibe like it literally could have went in like several different directions of horror genres subgenres, um other than the way that it went um but yeah could you just imagine seeing like a ghost like through that i was just imagining it gave very <laughs> it, talk to me yeah i was like it was like that's like the exact kind of glass and <laughs> talk to me um but yeah so I could we, see it goes through that door. We have a uh, barbarian, you guys. I'll take a picture of the door for y'all <laughs> to see. We'll post it on our Instagram. And uh, we open up on a rainy house. It's raining on a house, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, which is very eerie. On this creepy little house. Because the house looks put together, but just run down enough. Yeah. Like the door with how dirty it is. Like mm-hmm. that door needed a fresh coat of paint. For yeah, sure. I could see that. And stuff. well, and it was the way that it was so dark and stormy around the house, and yet the house was the only thing like lit and framed, yeah. and like it definitely gave spooky vibes. And the music, the music throughout this entire, I enjoyed I really it. Enjoyed, yeah. especially yeah. when she's discovering the uh, mm-hmm. layer, whatever. And yeah, it's like, I know I put in my notes like well played soundtrack mm-hmm. here because it had that like plunking that yeah. was like dink 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 mm-hmm. dink dink dink. Yeah, the yeah. synth. And uh, we have our main character pulling up, Miss Tess. Um, And she is, and at this point too, the score is like wailing, like behind like everything going on. Yeah, Um, yeah. There's like screams, actual screams happening in it. And then I love the transition shot. Of it going through the window. Yeah. And then the music intensifies. And then once we slip through the window, we get silence. Mm -hmm. And we just hear her saying like 831 or whatever, Mm -hmm. trying to remember the, the code. code for the little lockbox for the key yeah and she ends up ignoring a call from marcus which will come into play um later um and then we have her trying to get in the code which she enters in incorrectly i really thought marcus would come more into play oh yeah maybe coming all the way or like entering at some point coming yeah. interjecting mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. i think nope. it's just more to drive the narrative her, her character of like why she's in detroit mm-hmm. and stuff like that yeah and so she ends up trying to get in, which she can't, but it's because she got the code wrong. But even when she does open it up, the key is not there. So she's like, what the heck, man? So she calls the realty, uh, like Airbnb agency that got her the room or, you know, the the house, not necessarily room. And she can't get a hold of them because it's all, it's probably, I don't know, it's like midnight or something. It seems like she's there late. Um, and that's whenever we have her going back to her vehicle, trying to figure some stuff out. But the oh, and on the way back to the car, she notices that like the neighborhood, like it kind of is a little janky a little bit. Yeah, it's very dark. 
Yeah. Usually you have like street lights or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or like porch lights on Mm -hmm. and stuff. So she can't tell really just how Mm -hmm. run down this neighborhood is Mm -hmm. um, yet. But it's it seems abandoned Mm -hmm. because there's like no signs of life anywhere. And then she's in the vehicle and she sees the light turn on in the window. And she's like, and uh, the soundtrack cues it too. And Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And so obviously she's like, what? So she goes up and she's uh, ringing on the doorbell, knocking on the door. And then we have um, Bill Skarsgård come up. He opens the door. And he opens the door and is like, uh, yeah, excuse me. What the fuck are you doing on Mm -hmm. my porch right now? And she's like, your porch this is not real dialogue that happened between them but yeah it's kind of the gist of it yeah um and she's like but i'm supposed to be staying here and he's like well i'm staying here and then that's whenever they're kind of like at an awkward like what do we do here and then he invites her in which immediately i'm just kind of like no don't go in but you know it's only the first three four minutes of the movie so yeah (laughs) gotta go somewhere and so she goes in, and as she enters the house, we get a title card. Yeah, and I like how it's really cool. We transition, and she's walking, and then it's like, bum, yeah, yeah, and, and the little says, bugs crawling on the uh, barbarian. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really cool. I I liked the title card, although I do think it would have been better placed hmm. right after he gets his head smashed in, and right as we mm. transition to AJ's character. That's true. I think it would have been really fun had they put it there. Yeah, I can see like, that fresh. Yeah, in between it. Mm-hmm. And then because the true barbarian is AJ. Yeah, mm-hmm. for real. Yeah. Um, well, and also the dad in the basement. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we we have her then. Poor mom. Yeah. Her mama is just. She's just a byproduct of everything. Misunderstood. Yeah, we have um, her getting in the house and she wants to freshen up, but she's like, obviously, like, you know, I showed you my information of me staying here. So can you please show me, you know, your booking information? Um, And I, it's weird the way he's even like, oh, yeah, just in case I'm like some weirdo or something like that. Who's just just broken here to sleep or whatever. It's his delivery where it makes it sound a bit like more aggressive. Yeah. Than, a, than like, haha. Yeah. And then he's like. I'm just kidding. I'm going to go get my phone. He's and then it's like, also yeah, the way he's totally. like, let me find my phone. Who has to find their phone? Most people already know where their phone is. Yeah. I feel like because we're all glued, we're all glued to our phones. Maybe he wasn't on his person because he was asleep. But even then, why would he have to find it? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he just meant go, go grab it. Grab it. Yeah. But used weird vernacular. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, but basically, she goes to the bathroom, comes back out. She he shows her his booking information, and well, it's like he's like, "Here's the thing." Yeah, here's the thing, and everything lines up. He had booked it on HomeAway while she booked it on Airbnb, and there was some weird miscommunication where mm-hmm. his dates overlap with hers, and um, yeah, they're basically in a standstill. Because and they're just like kind of awkwardly like, well, I don't know what to do in this situation. And so she starts looking for hotels, and he says, "Like just stay in here, because because, because there's some creepy out there." Oh yeah, yeah. He was like, "Just stay in here. Don't go back. Sit in your car. Like at least stay in here where there's a door and a lock and everything." Like he was mm-hmm. like, "I don't know if you got a good look at this neighborhood, but and had she seen it in the daytime, she probably would have been a little more like, yeah, let me stay in here.'" Mm-hmm. Um, but. 
he's like just saying here she's looking for hotel rooms and she can't find a room and he's like oh you know what and even the way he brings up this oh, yeah you know information what? yeah by the way it's there's a, a convention in town yeah and he's it's like he's wanting her to stay there yeah. which i think he was but because he liked her mm-hmm. thought she was cute mm-hmm. rather than him being an actual creep poor keith and all this well, i don't know it gave so misunderstood misunderstood but it also gave like it gave chivalrous yeah but it also gave that type of chivalrous dude who's like more like where's my hug as opposed to like oh yeah yeah, yeah. being nice to be nice and more like nice to be like let me get in your pants eventually yeah if that made sense but also it who knows he could have just know. been being nice i i kind of had you loved soft. him i did you fell in love with him <laughs> i did yeah <laughs> Stranger danger, Caitlin. I love you would him. get abducted so fast. I would have, I would have walked it, and I was sitting there thinking while I was watching this. I was like, "Damn it, I would have drank in that tea." And I would have got the wine. I would have. I would have been like, "Wine, yeah, yeah." yeah. <laughs> Open it up while I take showers. Sounds great. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have her and him having these kind of weird awkward moments at times because they're both just meeting each other and obviously she's feeling like you know this is a weird this is a dude and i'm just in here kind of vulnerable but as she's uh you know calling for the rooms and not getting anything that's whenever he weirdly is like well you know what you could just stay here uh because i i as a gentleman i can't just have you you know being out and put out like you you have to be here and then yeah. and you can take the bedroom and i'll sleep on the couch because this is what good dudes do yeah yeah and she hesitates at first but mm-hmm. if i was her i would have been like okay well at least there's a lock on the bedroom door mm-hmm. and i could lock myself away from him mm-hmm. if push came to shove and that was necessary um and because it, it made such a big deal of her locking all the doors too, yeah. like whenever she went into the bathroom, it showed her pushing the lock on the door. Yeah. Whenever she went into the room the first time to like kind of off offload her things mm-hmm. and stuff. When she found the the wallet and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She locks the door really once she finally agrees to stay there mm-hmm. and stuff. She locks the door, um, but she does say. I have this thing about clean sheets and he had already been sleeping in the bed. So they have to wash the sheets, which means that they're going to be up for at least an hour and a half to two hours. Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, that's kind of fast. Yeah. For sheets. Maybe if there's a speed cycle or something on this laundry machine, Mm -hmm. washing machine, I don't know. The drying, my dryer takes at least two cycles because it's to get through the sheets. Yeah. (laughs) To get through any clothing mm, because mm, it's, old it's old and it just yeah. doesn't dry super well anymore. Yeah. So if it was my washer and dryer, it would be taking three, four hours. Four hours. <laughs> yeah. We're not sleeping. And We're so not sleeping. They're We're waiting for right this laundry the and the wash. And that's whenever we have her, you know, getting ready for the night. And then he, she comes back out, I guess, I'm assuming from like showering or something or just getting ready for bed. And At he's least washing her face and stuff. Yeah. And he's like, um, I was going to open this wine, but I noticed that you didn't drink your tea. And so to not be weird, even though I'm still being weird right now, bringing it up, I'm going to, I was waiting to open it in front of you. So in case you wanted some, you wouldn't think I'm trying to like kill you or poison you or anything like that. Or yeah. Or slip you a drug, which I mean, it makes sense. And so, you know, she's still a little bit 
uneasy because she's like, you know, no, it's okay. You know, you can drink. It's fine. Um, but they start to get to talk to each other about like why she's there and her job interview. And they find commonality because he's seen the movie that, you know, this director had made previously that she's trying to work for. Um, and Blue easy or something. Yeah. Like that. It's, it's a jazz movie, like a direct, uh, not direct, uh, documentary, I, I think is what it was kind of style yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely documentaries because she's a documentary <clears throat> style filmmaker. Yeah. And so yeah. that's whenever we have, um, them, she's, then it transitions to like, they've been talking a while. She's now drinking the wine and they're at the living room and they're converse, they're having a conversation about like a, basically her life. Right. Yeah. Because oh. he really got her to open up That's to right. him whenever she was like, yeah, she's doing a documentary on like the housing district and stuff in Detroit. And he was like, interview oh, you know me. who you should interview for that is me. And she was like, lol why mm -hmm. and he was like well i'm one of the founders of the lion tamers which i don't really know what that is i think um, for the film was like some type of group that is probably like outreach for artists or something or like yeah. creates spaces for artists because they were talking about how she was like shouldn't you be living somewhere else and he's like oh i'm scouting for our next block you know block of spaces yeah because yeah. she was like don't y'all own a whole block and mm -hmm. he was like yeah we do but i'm out here on this side of town scouting out new neighborhoods and stuff mm -hmm. um and so they uh, like they transition like you said to drinking wine now and they're talking and she's opening up about marcus and mm -hmm. saying that basically she's trying to get out of this toxic relationship um, and is coming to Detroit to hopefully, you know, kind of turn start her fresh. life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Start fresh, turn a new leaf and stuff. Um, and we see that the laundry's done Yeah, and they're still talking. Mm -hmm. They're having so, a good time. Yeah. The they're just vibing. And she actually here mentioned something that I feel like is a theme for the movie and it's very important in terms of her character. She mentions that she doesn't know why, but she has a problem with, she keeps going back. Like she doesn't know how to not go back. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that also runs really hard in theme for the movie because there are so many times in this movie that she could honestly just like walk away and leave and get away. Yeah. But she ends up going back um, to find out more or to help mm -hmm. yep. because she and thinks people are in danger. It ends up endangering her yeah. every single time. And so she, they end up, um, like you said, still like bonding and stuff and having a good time to where they're like now getting the bed ready for her to go to sleep. And he's showing her this like, cute way to put the duvet on. Yeah, that was such a fun little scene. And mm -hmm. her guard is really let down so much so that she leaves the door unlocked whenever she goes to bed, mm -hmm. which I was like, oh, yeah. That's not a good sign. No, no. Yeah. Um, because now it's it's nighttime again. Um, and or not again, but now it's even later in the night. They're going to sleep, and she wakes up in the middle of the night because we hear creaking like happening behind her, and then she notices that the door is open to the bedroom. So someone obviously opened it up, and she's kind of looking out through the door frame, and she can see that um Keith is like and hears him he's having some like nightmares sounds like night terrors yeah homeboy's mm -hmm. having some real bad night terrors and she is like whoa so she um and there's a weird did you mention the weird screeching sound sorry mm -hmm. okay yeah well no I didn't mention it but yes there was a screeching sound yeah uh -huh. it was like a 
And then she um, is like looking at him. And so it turns from like concern for her to like concern for him really fast. Cause then she's like, you know, going out there and she's like, you know, Keith, like Keith trying to wake him up. And freaked out. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's scary to watch somebody having a night terror. Mm-hmm. I've never, but I've been the one who scared people by yeah. having night terrors. Mm-hmm. So I know that it's unsettling for people to watch because they always wake up or once I wake up, they're always like, that was fucking terrifying. Yeah. What is wrong with you? That's weird. Yeah. Um. And so she goes to wake him up, but obviously in waking up, he's spooked and he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, were you in my what room? Yeah. And she's like, were you in my room? And he's like, no, I didn't open your door. Like, you know, and so she's like, okay. And then it's really awkward. And like, at the same time that this is happening, as she's checking up on him, we do notice that um, the door behind her that goes to the basement closes. Yeah. So we now see that like, okay, maybe there's something else going on here. There's someone else in the house mm-hmm. with them, which is terrifying. Yeah, and then that's whenever we have her just going back to the bedroom and locking the door and then going back to sleep. So um, that kind of ends that night because then we wake up the next day and she's slept a little bit too late. So she has to hurry up and get ready. And then as she... And I love the transition shot too. Of, from the night today. Yeah, mm-hmm. the night today. It was like they turned on a light switch. I mm-hmm. like it when films do that. Mm-hmm and um hereditary yeah and then just the way that her body had shifted in the bed and stuff it was it was a cool shot in my opinion i Mm -hmm. they do a few transition shots that are like that Mm -hmm. or similar like whenever she's actually driving to Mm -hmm. the um interview itself there's one where she's like driving then all of a sudden she's driving in the cityscape and parking her car and stuff and Mm -hmm. They just do a cool job with transition shots in this film. It's little jumps. And then we have her, um, like you said, well, or, well, or before really it's she like gets a lack this. of transition. Yeah. It's just like a jump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There's no like it's cool just like, blood going it's like down a, glitch, a drain. Almost. Yeah. It's just like, it's like switch. It's like, okay, new mm-hmm. film. <laughs> Especially in the transitions too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have um, her getting out. And then this is when she notices in the daylight, like, oh, damn, this neighborhood is rough. Um, and then, like you said, we have her driving to the job interview, which she finally gets to. And it's happening in like a coffee shop or something. Or Yeah, it looks like mm-hmm. like a Starbucks or something Yeah. Um, on one of the houses written in graffiti. It's a death from below. Ah, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the house to the left across from the street. It's, mm-hmm. It said really big on it. Death from below. Probably a warning sign. Yeah. A warning that there's whoever goes into that house is going to die. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's death below these houses. And, and it'll get you. Mm-hmm. And then we have her meeting her new employer. It seems though, it seems like it's going well uh, because they come out and they're still chatting. And that's whenever her future employer is like, where are you staying? And she tells her and she's like, oh, um, what? <laughs> and it's very much implied that like that's a bad part of town. Like she should not be staying there. Um, and she tells her to be careful. And yeah. it's funny how Tess the whole time is trying to be like, no, it's okay. Like, I, uh, I have a roommate. <laughs> yeah, she was like, it's a complicated story, but yeah. uh, it'll be fine. Yeah, the, they're in the Brightmore area yeah. of D- Detroit is where this is supposed to be located. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Catherine is wildly against. Catherine's face was like, are you shitting me? She was like, yeah. this is a joke, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, but then anyway, she ends up rolling back home. Or mm-hmm. back to the Airbnb and is getting out of her car. And one of this was the most terrifying. One of the most terrifying things is whenever you just see it reminds me of that scene in Get Out when the granddad's oh, yeah. charging 
Mm-hmm. running at her just coming towards her yeah yeah because we did him just, yeah. sorry oh well yeah and then in this one you just see her getting out of the vehicle and you can see from like the blurred background that something is coming towards her yeah and very fast, fast. and it's obviously um this man um who is unhoused because he's like he seems he looks that way and then he's yelling at her like hey little girl little girl get it don't you go into that house (laughs) he's not saying anything that would be like hey there's a murderer in that house or like hey like i know i look scary but i'm just trying to warn you like it's very much like oh this man is about to attack me yeah (laughs) yeah and so little girl girl. and so she you know very hastily gets into the house as he like runs up on the door and he's telling her to get out and she's just telling him to run and to go away so she you know does what anyone else i would feel does and calls the cops and they're telling her you know basically like we're not sending anybody out there this is not uh, that important he's not there anymore so you're fine um and she's you know obviously spooked um and at this point this is whenever she ends up going to the restroom i believe and this is when she notices there's no toilet paper yeah and so she's on the hunt for some new toilet paper mm-hmm. and can't find it anywhere and then opens the door to the basement the last door that she hasn't checked and mm-hmm. then we see down there on top of the another set of laundry machines yeah there's a tp tp and so she goes down into the basement which i was like no don't go down there that's creepy um she goes down in the basement to get some toilet paper, but unfortunately, this door tends to close mm-hmm. and it closes behind her and locks her in. And now, a word from our sponsors. And so since she's locked down there in the basement, she looks down at her pocket and she's like, fuck, she left her phone upstairs and she checks her other pocket because she has the key to the front door with her. So she's like, crap, how is Keith going to get in here to set me free? So she kind of starts to like look around. She looks out the window. She can't get it open. So then she just kind of starts to like explore down there to see if there's any way or something or maybe uh something to help her get out and that's whenever she looks on one of the shelves and she sees this hole in the wall that has a string coming out of it and this to me is one of the most spookier parts in the film it reminds me of um was it his house whenever he's pulling on that thing and then it pulls back yeah yeah, because i'm thinking like damn i would just be afraid to pull on the rope because what if something pulls it back like yeah that's so eerie um but and that's what i thought was going to happen but his house was such a good film yeah but but it doesn't. And so as she's pulling that rope, she ends up opening like a secret door, which um, was even well, I mean, that's pretty creepy, pretty yeah. cool, but also terrifying. Oh, yeah, because I, it's so pitch black. Yeah, and she can't see anything. And I love how she's just looking at it intently for a good while. And we have the music building up and then it's just like the music cuts out and she's like, nope. And then nope. we just have her, um, you know, sitting there for a while, just kind of contemplating, looking into this abyss of nothingness. And then she sees the mirror and she kind of gets this spot, this the flash of an idea and she grabs the mirror and honestly pretty smart. Yeah. And and reflects the light into the void. 
and she can kind of tell that there's a, another door at the end of it with the doorknob. So she sets up that mirror to where it's like leaning on some just old junk that's down there in the basement. And she, she decides to go in, which is pretty brave. Yeah, I'm surprised. My notes say like she says no, but then leaves the door wide open. And yeah. I'm like, I, I would have closed it. I would have closed that. Yeah. Immediately. I would have been like, mm, not for me. Mm-hmm. Not for me to see. Well, even when she's shining that light in there and she's looking around, it's still super scary because yeah. I was also expecting her to like shine that light in there and then it like something be there. Something be there. Yeah, yeah exactly. I wasn't <clears throat> expecting it to be go empty. on as long as it did. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, it was pretty, it's pretty smart, but pretty terrifying that she does this. And this is where the soundtrack's so well placed as she starts walking towards the door and I was like girl do not do not go in there and but she does and she finds like a creepy sex dungeon yeah looking thing with this room it's got this like completely stained mattress and this camera in the corner and a bucket which I (laughs) whenever she finds Keith I love how Keith just only focuses on the bucket and not the camera he's like the a bed and a bucket and a camera and and yeah, but just the way I was like, God damn it! There's a bed and a camera. That's a bad sign. It's not a good sign. Not a good sign. And a, blood and a bloody handprint on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. But um, as soon as she sees that, she kind of stays in there longer than I would. Oh, and even walking in there, I was thinking like, damn, this door is about to close behind her, and Keith's got his next victim. Yep, that's mm-hmm. what that's what I, what I was giving. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I thought was going to happen, and. But no, she ends up being able to walk out of there because she's obviously like, okay, there's some some fucked up about this. Yeah, some and then scary shit is going on. That's in whenever this house. she hears Keith arriving outside, and so she goes up to the window and starts like you know hollering for him. And they're able to, she's able to open up that little window and give him the key. And then so whenever she gets upstairs, that she's having this whole freakout moment with him, telling him like, we got to get out of here. Like there's something terribly wrong here. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he's kind of stopping her, like quite literally blocking her from leaving Mm -hmm. and which seemed suspicious yeah yeah and then he was just like she's like we we got to get out of here there's a room with a camera and a bed and a bucket and we just we need to leave and and then that's when he's like a bed and a bucket yeah (laughs) and And it seems like he's really stalling at this point come on yeah and he's like backpedaling and she wants to leave but he's like look you know what forgive me for just like not wanting to leave scared because you're telling me this and that like just wait here for me and i'm gonna go check it out and then we can go yeah basically and so that's what he does he goes down there and um he this makes him seem even more suspicious too whenever he gets down there and really isn't answering her calls stops responding yeah because then at first he's like yeah And then all of a sudden he disappears Mm -hmm. and she goes all the way back into the sex dungeon and like is looking for him and he's not there. And then she realizes that that back wall is actually a door yeah, and it leads more into more uh, room space. Space. Yeah. And um, which is pretty freaky in itself. Yeah, those but, steps terrifying. And if I was Keith, I would have been like, "Yo, I found these steps. Let's go." And I, down and I don't together. know why he didn't do that. And also, 
Yeah, because it's so creepy as she's yelling for him and he's not responding. And then when she does start to like, you know, call out his name from up top, you can hear him now screaming for help. And he's like, please help me. Yeah, help. which made me feel like, oh, he's trying to lure her he's down there. It. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was faking it. And so what does she do? She starts going down these really like narrow and like, what's the word? At an incline? Like at steep. any moment. Steep. Yeah. It looked like she could have fell and like just tumbled all the way down. Um, but they literally look like they're going to hell, um, which is pretty terrifying. Yeah. Um, and so she's walking all the way down, ends up coming Stairwell to this to hell. fucking like, it looks like those um, metal gates from like titanic like on the elevators like type of situation oh, yeah and then she goes past Old that elevators and she starts to find what the the cages that are there with the bowls yeah as there's she's like going underground further. tunnels mm -hmm. that have these offshoots of little like coves on them yeah and yeah there's one that has like four cages with like a dog bowl in there and all while keith is still screaming like in the background yeah pleading for help and, and they're like the cages are like bloodied too. oh yeah if you can see tints of red on them tinges mm -hmm. of red on them and she um and then she's and also too like for i, I would not be like put in my location on blast like that but she's just like Keith, she Keith. keeps screaming <laughs> and i was like, like dude that's i don't know if i'd do that yeah um but she then as she's going further into it and then uh it's freaking keith just like stumbles on all fours out of nowhere very scary and he's like coming yeah, up the to way her. he crawls up is honestly so terrifying well, because he also has those eyes that are very like when everything else is dimly lit and you just see the eyes, they're scary. Yeah. They're big. They're and so, his little Pennywise eyes. Uh, she Why he did so well with that role. Ends up getting spooked, but he's like freaking out and he can't really calm down. And she's like, we got to go. And he's like, someone's down here. And yeah, she bit like, he's, he's like, someone bit me. And she's like, what the fuck? So they try to. She's um, like, we got to go. And he was like, no, it came from that way. Like, we can't go back that direction. Yeah. And she's like, no, we have to go back this way. It's the way out. And yeah. he was like, no, 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 no. And then all of a sudden. Rah! Yeah. From behind him, this giant monster creature mm -hmm. lady comes up. She's butt naked. And Boops her kitty's just swinging around everywhere. Yeah. And she takes little Keith's head and just like a melon just starts smashes smashing it, it against a wall. Mm -hmm. My favorite thing. Poor thing. Poor guys. What's with the Ow. past two movies having both the eyeball thing? Because mm -hmm. Talk to Me had the eyeball with oh yeah riley riley and then riley also smashing his head open mm -hmm. and then this one having keith's head smashed in and then spoiler there's alert, a lot of AJ's stuff. eyes getting turned to jelly didn't even maloom have mm -hmm. some like head stuff and then what was yeah. what was before that i feel like hereditary, hereditary. everything hereditary. we've been doing everything has, was has, about the head <laughs> has been doing things with heads yeah um i think even before that but um we do have Keith being taken out. So then we're like, what the fuck? And then we just have it cutting out. And then we cut to what I would say is our like, second act of the film. Um, second part of the movie. Yep. And we're with a really happy, upbeat song. This is where I think it would have been perfect if they would have put the title card there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because um, then we're with AJ, a.k.a. Justin Long's character. Yeah. Um, Driving and, along the like California coast, it looks like. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, and he's singing about Ricky Ticky Tabby. Did you ever read about Ricky Ticky Tabby? No. Oh. What is that? Ricky Ticky Tabby the mongoose. What is that? He like saves a little kid from a snake 
Oh, no, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Hmm. I guess it's supposed to be ironic, maybe, or something, that he's singing that. Yeah. And then I wonder what the significance of the snake was in her dashboard. Oh, yeah. Because it kept showing that multiple times. Oh, you're right. Yeah. And then with the song of Ricky Ticky Tabby killing the snake, That's I wonder if, if he's foreshadowing. The snake and mm-hmm. she. The mongoose? Or at least, because mongoose are still terrifying and can be bad. I don't know much about mongoose. I'm pretty sure they can still be very dangerous. I'm picturing an anteater for some reason, and I know that's not a mongoose. A little aardvark. Well, mongoose Ooh. do look, I feel like, kind of... Similar? Yeah, let's mongoose. Um, Boom. But yeah, we're with him. And this little holly-go-lucky kind of scene of him driving along the highway. And it's cut abruptly. They look kind of like a little... Fox, mm-hmm. because he gets a phone call from his agency, or like what are those prairie dogs? Oh, I kind of see what you mean. Mm-hmm. Almost like, looks like a like meerkat. Timone. Meerkat, mm-hmm. yeah. Simone's a meerkat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Simone's a meerkat, but they do very look similar, like to prairie dogs. Um, I think prairie dogs are more chunky, and meerkats are like. I think meerkat's more like a ferret. Mm-hmm. Longer. Yeah. 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 Definitely. And the prairie dogs are more stout. Yeah, and they killed cobras. <laughs> the prairie dogs or the mongoose? The, the mongoose. mongoose. Yeah. Aren't mongoose from a different country? They're pretty cute. Are mongoose from Australia or something like that? Probably. Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. that has king cobras. Doubt back. Um, and so I'd pet one. The phone call from this agency is telling him basically like he has some allegations being brought up against him. From an actress named Megan, who I guess he had worked on on a stint previously. And the allegations are that he sexually assaulted her. Yeah. The R word. Essay. Um, getting accused of essay. Yeah. And he basically is getting kicked off the pilot episode that he was on. Mm-hmm. And he's getting out. Fired. Yeah, he's getting fired. And so he goes to his wealth manager. Yeah. Um, and to try and figure out exactly how much time he has left before he's out of money. And we figure out that he has all of three months three before months. he reaches zero with mm-hmm. all the legal fees and, and with zero money coming in. Yeah. yeah. And he obviously, I mean, and throughout the whole phone call and his whole, you know, his tone, the way he's handling the situation, we can already paint that. He's probably not the best. Dude. He's a dick. And these allegations are probably true. Um, and so we have, um, the accountant and then also at this moment telling him like I think you need to find other financial representation so he's getting dropped by his accountant essentially as well um, so this is whenever we do have um, talk of his other properties being mentioned because he has rental properties because he doesn't necessarily want to sell his house that he lives in he wants to sell these little homes and stuff but the even the financial manager is like you could do that but it wouldn't buy you that much more time um, and so uh AJ is really stubborn. So then he's just like, okay, whatever. So then we have him, um, you know, catching a flight. He's on his way to Detroit all while like the story's breaking out he's reading articles online. It doesn't look too great for him in the situation. Mm-hmm. I figured it out. What happened? The, I looked it up. The snake charm in Tess's car acts as a wildly understated foreshadowing pointing to the mother, a Medusa figure of revenge warped irreparably by the violence of man. That's deep. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is. Yeah. Everything perpetuated in this movie is pretty much caused by the man. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. And second, this is getting a little bit ahead, but whenever AJ looks through Keith's things left in the house, he that finds book. a copy of Jane Eyre by yeah. um, Charlotte Bronte. And Jane Eyre, a man locks his away his wife, Bertha Mason, in a secret room only for Bertha to get free and cause a bunch of strangeness, culminating in a massive fire. Um, and this light barbarian becomes a contemporary reworking of the novel mm-hmm. of a gothic horror about a man locking his prey offspring away in a basement only for one of them to eventually break free and terrorize the neighborhood. That's true. Yeah. I, I never remember saying that. And I was like, I don't know. I feel like this book has some deeper meaning yeah. to it. I remember because they cut it onto too, it for a and while. I was like, I've read Jane Eyre, but like way back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, I thought I would share that tidbit because I just looked it up because I was like, I have yeah. to know. Because they the snake, yeah. like pan in on the snake twice. Yeah. And so I'm like, it's got to have some significance in this film. Yeah. And um, we have him then arriving to his rental car and he's on the phone with, I'm assuming is one of his lawyers. And he is, you know, talking to the lawyer about how he is now in Detroit. The lawyer is like, you should not have left this, the state. Like this looks very bad yeah. for optics. Like that should have been. Yeah. Like, obvious. <laughs> the yeah. man's not the brightest. Not at all. And he's very self. Um, What's the word? Self absorbed. Yeah. Narcissistic with the self, like everything that serves himself, self-serving. Yeah. Um, and so obviously he is being a jerk even to the to his lawyer, I guess, on the phone. He's like, I've gotta, you know, liquidate. So I'm here for work. It's do. not for pleasure. And so he ends up definitely not on the lamb. Yeah. He says. He he ends up, you know, going to this uh booking not a like a realty place i'm not sure somewhere where they have the keys to the house his property and he's like you know hey i'm here to pick up and she's like oh yeah someone said you'd be here and she's like 476 barbary huh and we already know that barbary is the house that all this shit is taking place at yep we're already in so it's connecting right now and so he gets there and he gets into the house and this is when he notices that there's like people shit there yeah and Mm -hmm. so he calls to be like, what the fuck? Someone staying here? Like someone living here? Squad? Do I have squatters? Yeah. And they were like, the last tenant should have checked out weeks ago. Yeah. Which So now we know it's been weeks. Yeah. That, that Tess has been there. Yeah. Tess has been locked away. Um, and he's basically like, what? So there's no maid service that comes? And they were like, well, the maids come whenever. People rent it out. People rent it out. And no renters means no service. Yeah. And so that nothing had happened and he's getting a little bit rude with her so she's just like have a nice day have a good Goodbye, day sir. bye um, and just hangs up all, all you know good for her and then he we but cut then to- also i like i would be a little pissed off if i was having people manage my property too mm-hmm. and it was like they weren't regularly checking up on it i guess so yeah Especially but i mean that in makes a neighborhood sense, like that i feel like that does make i i feel you though um I don't think mm-hmm. his. I don't think he should have been yelling at her. Yeah, yeah, by for any sure. means. Uh-huh. But I would have also. You been, could see the problem as well. Yeah, I would have been is, a little upset too. Um, um, but yeah, then he goes out. He calls his buddy. And gets a call from his buddy after talking with his mom, and his mom was like, "What are we supposed to tell people?" And mm-hmm. then and he basically clearly doesn't have a great relationship with his 
family. Oh yeah, he's brushing it off, and especially because she like wants him to come home, which is Detroit, which we're finding out, and because she, she's like Detroit is just you know four hours away, um, and he's like whatever cuts off because he's like oh I've got, an, I've got another phone call, mom. This is work. Um, and so this is whenever he ends up getting a phone call from his friend, and he ends up meeting his friend out for drinks at yep. the bar. And he, his friends basically like, well, just tell me what happened. And yeah. he says something along the lines of she took, she just took some convincing at first, which I'm is a, like, I'm a persistent you. guy. Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's um, really selling this character. Well, of like making you hate him. Oh yeah. Justin Long plays a phenomenal asshole at this mm-hmm. film. He does such a good job of, and I love Justin Long as an actor. I think he's done. Mm-hmm some wonderful things like like accepted (laughs) (laughs) you love you a good comedy i do yeah except i love me a good stupid comedy yeah like will ferrell humor yeah 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 yeah. Um, accepted yeah dodgeball yeah yeah dodgeball is a great film justin long's in that um and uh he ends up just kind of digging his hole even more and more because he gets back home and starts drunk dialing her and calling her and and just like on the phone is like, you know, if I did something to offend you or hurt you, I am so sorry. But like, it's just and, really bad. It's really cringe. Yeah. And he's incriminating and he, yeah. himself. Oh, yeah, for as sure. Well. And he's like, I'll just apologize to you. Like, you can just call me again and I'll, I'll keep apologizing. It's yeah. And, and so it's like, yeah, too, it's too late to apologize. Yeah, very much so. And then we transition to the next day. Um, and he is like, you know, throwing up, he has a bad hangover, but at this point he starts to notice more stuff from who was staying there. So he starts to go through their shit. Um, I love how he just fucking tosses Tess's laptop after opening it. Because he doesn't care about anything. But himself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He he just like, is like, chunk. Yeah. And Um, he ends up kind of searching around through the place and then he ends up going into the, um, the, uh, What's it called? The basement. basement. Because I think he remembers whenever he got there because Tess had left the chair on the door. So it was open. So he goes down there and before he can even get all the way down there, he hears like a thud. And so he's like, I've, I've got a gun and I'm I'm, I'm going to shoot not you. Not afraid to use it. Yeah. Or, or you can come up and I'll let you go. Not very convincing at all. Um, but he ends up going down there and he sees like the door open and shit. And then he goes further in. And that's whenever he goes and sees that room. And like you would think a normal person would be like, oh, my God, what's going on? But he ends up immediately Googling can underground rooms be counted as store square footage. Square footage, Yeah. Uh, and so he's down there like with this measuring tape trying to literally get the dimensions of the, the floor, the layout. The door wasn't really like because once whenever he went down there and mm-hmm. the door wasn't open anymore mm-hmm. and like mm. you could see the outline of the door. I was like That's the right. door wasn't super secretive, especially once he was standing because he went and stood in front of the mirror propped up oh that's right yeah and notice um, like oh what is this doing here yeah and yeah. then he saw the rope and pulled it open and yeah. stuff but i was like that door wasn't super well hidden in the first place Mm-mm. um it looks clearly like there's a door there mm-hmm. um but anyways yeah he's measuring he looks it up and even a finished basement can't be counted as square footage in the house which is kind of weird i feel like it, it should would be. be yeah yeah I, I feel like the not. basement should be included in the square footage of the house in general. Yeah. I don't know. Basement bedroom, super cool. Terrifying. <laughs> um, <laughs> too many ghosts. We've seen, we've seen. Uh, yeah. Uh, too many horror movies. What's that? Which one? 
the haunting of no fuck with Ryan Reynolds that we Amityville Horror Amityville Horror yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where he goes and sleeps in the in the basement. basement and the stuff starts talking to him um but um no not not for Justin Long this uh he the city just keeps going in and in and then finally he finds the other door and he's like, oh, even more square more footage. Square footage. <clears throat> and just starts going down like nothing. Yeah. It's like so dark. And he's just willy nilly like, do, 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 do. Yeah. Just <laughs> happy go lucky as he's measuring all this extra square footage. And um, and it's not even until he gets all the way down there. And then he kind of notices that there's that like light coming from the room on the side. And he's like, hello? Like, is anybody down here? And then his tape measurer gets snapped. Yeah. And then he's like, whoa, what the fuck? And I love how we have um, him freaking out. And I think he even like, is this when we, does he run first or do we get that POV of him with his arms? And he's kind of like, I don't know. But he ends up yeah, running think, terrified. Because he stops by her room mm -hmm. for a little bit, looks in, and then he, we get that, the nursing video. Yeah, yeah. Um, And stuff. And then that's when his tape measure snaps and then yeah he basically just starts running mm -hmm. and he's running running and he falls into a this hole. pit mm -hmm. yep and then all of a sudden this cage closes down on top of him and he looks around for a bit and then we see tess is down there too and we see that she's still alive thankfully yep and mm -hmm. then we transition to our third act of the film yeah with the house in its heyday, basically. It's like, like the probably 50s, 70s, I don't know. Or oh, yeah, so. 50s. It could it be any so time period. happy-go-lucky, bright 50s, 60s mm -hmm. kind of. Um, Cookie-cutter homes. Yeah. Cookie-cutter neighborhood, yeah. And we have um, Mr. Um, oh, what was his name? Frank. Frank, yeah, Mr. Frank. And he is, you know, leaving the house. He is going to buy stuff at the grocery store. Um, and he's buying a bunch of stuff for like a baby. And then we have um, a newborn baby specifically. And that's whenever we have this lady in the store helping him out getting stuff. And basically and she's like, surely your midwife gave you a list. And he was like, it's a home birth. It's just me. Yeah. Um, and so she's really helping him out, not knowing that this dude is uh, a serial citizen, murderer, mm -hmm. rapist. And so he ends up getting on that shit, ends up believe. And this is where we see like where the video came from as well. She gave him a video and we have a VHS and we have him leaving. Then as he's going probably on his way home, he ends up spotting this lady and he follows her home and he ends up pretending to be a serviceman with also like his fucking name tag on the service office at carlos he's is not a carlos clearly not a carlos um but um he ends up you know convincing her very easily like let me go in ma'am and so he ends up going in there and like locking the windows and i'm assuming getting stuff ready for um to, you know fucking kidnapping her yeah. <laughs> abducting her um and so at this point then we have him um did you say locking or unlocking locking Oh, I think he was unlocking Oh, it. was he unlocking yeah, it? Yeah, so that way he could crawl into the house and get her oh, later. that's true. Okay, I I'm see what you sure mean. I'm pretty sure that's what Got he it. did. Got it. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, he's being real creepy and then leaves. And mm -hmm. it's uh, just what different times when people didn't question, question things. And yeah. she just let him into her house. And uh, mm -hmm. 
and he ends up going back home and then we, that's when we have his neighbor coming up to him being like hey like before you see the signs and it gets awkward like we're gonna be moving um the neighborhood's going to shit yeah the and, neighborhood's going to hell mm-hmm. and then little do they know that he's the reason why he's asking um frank like are you gonna move too and frank's like no i'm not going anywhere so that's why we get you know knowing like that you know why they stay there forever um and then we have um all of that happening he walks back into the house we have him going all the way to where we know the basement door is as we hear some woman screaming in the background unfortunately poor woman he's got locked in the basement and and then we have it cutting back to Tess and AJ, AJ. back in the hole. Yep. Mm-hmm. And basically at this point, we figure Tess is trying to explain basically the rules of survival to mm-hmm. AJ. And it's like, whenever she comes, don't freak out. You absolutely must not freak out. You just have to remain calm and do like what she, what said, she says what she wants, or what yeah. she wants. Yeah. And um, so sure enough, she comes up and AJ's not... He's like, what the fuck is that? Not complying. Yeah. And then she sticks down this baby bottle. So gross. Yeah. And her hair is like all wrapped around wrapped around the nipple of the bottle. And um, it's a huge ass bottle as well. It is. I don't know how even where. Also, she has a better set of nails than me (laughs) now. I mean, nowadays. Yeah, because I can't get my nails done. But her nails were like so long, but they were in coffin shape. Like she had a full set of coffin set shaped nails. She got a lot of time down there. She'd just be filing. Yeah. All day. She could probably do a really cute gel set. Um, Yeah, for real. (laughs) And so she ends up uh, trying to feed them. Right. And he's not partaking in any part of it. But Tess is like, just do it. And then Tess ends up drinking the milk. So nasty. Um, And then we have probably the only way she can survive. survive, Yeah. For those many weeks. And then Mama was getting up is getting upset with AJ so she like jumps down there which is really scary cuz she's massive. Yeah. And like it makes a whole thud and everything. Yeah, she's huge cuz mm-hmm. Frank was huge. Yeah. And then she ends up taking um AJ out of there and just, you know, we don't know what's happening to him at this point right now, but it leaves Tess in the room by herself. And so at this point she ends up trying to um, oh, no. Before she tries to get out, it's funny because we have Mama taking oh, AJ to that little room that we saw earlier with the video. And she's like trying to uh, breastfeed, him. breastfeed him. But before that, she does that little boop on his boop. nose. Um, Which I feel like is one of the best <laughs> parts of this film. You love a good boop. And we have Tess now getting they out of the They booped and hole. talked to me, too. Yeah. At one at, oh, the, did they? at the party. Yeah. Uh, Jade comes up to Mia at one point whenever... Mia's oh, looking yeah. in the fish tank or in that whatever yeah. tank saying I'm just being a weirdo or whatever. Yeah. She went boop. That's true. To her. She came up to her and I was like. Mm. Like a boop. A little boop. We love um, boops. And but, so Mia's out of the hole and she's running for her dear life. And yeah. And she ends up coming past the room. Tess where, is out of the I'm hole. I'm sorry. Ugh. Yeah, not Mia. Yeah. <laughs> Tess is coming out of the hole. And that's whenever she ends up um, seeing that room that AJ and Mama trying to best read them is in. And as she's, you know, contemplating on like whether or not she'd help or get run away, she ends up stepping on the freaking tape measure, unfortunately. Yeah. So it kind of alerts Mama that she's out of her cage. But so since this happens, Tess ends up running up and out of the um, downstairs area through the at, through the basement. And then she gets to that window and cl- 
not um, breaks out the window yeah, and climbs out the of the door, window. The door had closed yeah. and she was locked In down there, there again. Yeah. So yeah, she had to break out of that window and she's crawling out, crawling out, and she barely gets away from Mama. Yeah, like the um, the unhoused man, Andre. Andre was that his name? name? Yeah, yeah. Andre pulls her out oh, mm -hmm. just in time and then you just see like mama i'm gonna call her reaching mama. for her yeah yeah reaching for her and she just kind of like hisses and is like <laughs> yeah and he's like you got out you got out you're safe yeah and he's basically explaining to her like she's like no 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 someone's back down there and he's like no you got out like, like you better get away from here she comes out at nighttime and you better get out of here before she comes and finds you because mm -hmm. she will find you is what he said basically yeah. you're her baby now yeah you're her baby and so she's gotten out obviously and but she's still concerned for um aj who's still in there um and so that's whenever um he ends up um she ends up oh yeah we cut back to aj and he's running away from her at this point because she obviously you know was chasing after um tess and this is whenever he ends up running so much that he comes across that room and yep. then mama comes up but she is obviously spooked of this room so it's kind of leaving you thinking like damn what is she afraid of that you know, now she won't even go towards this room. Yeah. And she retreats from the room, which is like also terrifying to see her kind of walking up. And then it's kind like of when you see away. the predator retreat mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, God, there's, there's... a bigger predator behind me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But he doesn't think that way, obviously. It's like the when there's a velociraptor mm -hmm. and then there's a T-Rex. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, now I want to watch Jurassic Park. And so she ends up. um I'm sorry, he ends up going into the room that's behind him. And it's basically like a, a bedroom, essentially. Um, an old, or a layer. Um, and so this is whenever we do cut back to Tess, who has now made her way to some gas station or area, I guess. And she's trying to talk to those cops um, who are not giving her the time of day. Yeah, the cops think that she's just some, like, Crazed addict drugged or out, mm -hmm. out. Yeah individual who's been on a bend bender for days or something mm -hmm. she looks she looks rough, rough yeah but they're not and they're familiar with this area of town and it's probably large Sketch. vagrant community mm -hmm. and stuff and so they're thinking that she's just another one and they're not willing to believe her <laughs> um but they're judging her solely based on her looks she and, ends up kind of getting them to go there for a little bit, though. But yeah. just for them to fucking leave her there. <laughs> I would have been like, look, this is my car. I can't get into it because I can't. My keys are in the house yeah. and I was renting this house. Like, uh, but they I mean, they clearly weren't they willing to listen to her. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. And at the same time that, you know, she's talking to them, AJ is down there basically trying to help the old man because I guess he's thinking that he's being held captive there by the monster lady. Yeah. Mama, and then he ends up. But he's also like simultaneously being such an ass. He's like, oh, yeah. he's like, I'm going to get us out of here. Well, I'm going to get out of here and then I'll go get yeah. help. For and you. then I'm gonna get that bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, and don't worry, like there will be cops swarming the place in a matter of which obviously hours. And he don't want that. He don't want that because Mr. Frank. That's his he's been doing illegal shit his whole life. Yeah. Um and so that's whenever we have AJ then finding the videotapes, the VHSs. Um, and it kind of cuts away. 
from from that. And then we have Tess now trying to because she's been left by the cops, asshole cop. She's breaking back into the house um, through the window where the dining room is um, so that way she can go in there and grab her keys. But she ends up um, when she grabs her keys. I think this is like a moment where she's like contemplating of whether or not she should stay and help more. Um, and then it cuts back to um, what's his face, AJ in there with the old man. And he's yeah. like, the old man is like beckoning for something. And so he like tries to give him water. And then he's like, I don't know what you want. And then that's. So he just moves the whole nightstand yeah. over there next to him. And the whole time while he's finding all the old man's videos and stuff, uh-huh. um, and like Fr- Frank is sitting there rummaging through the nightstand drawer. And once w- the video ends, AJ turns to face him and is like, what is wrong with you, man? What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. And um, then that's when Frank pulls out a little, little tiny baby gun mm-hmm. and, and points, aims it at AJ at first, yeah. but then ends up just shooting himself in yep. the head, shoots himself another and- headshot then he is dead um unalived but then we're back with tess and she is now getting in her car and has the option to drive away but chooses to ram the monster because mama comes out mama comes out right at in the nick of time and was like and then tess is just like and rams it right into her and into the house and so the mama monster is pinned in between the house and the car but not dead because she's like and then ends up i guess kind of passing out yeah unconscious Mm -hmm. and that's when tess gets out of the car and decides to go back and help aj so she goes back down there and is looking for aj one of the most like infuriating parts of the movie yeah maybe not the most sorry there's another part that's more infuriating coming up but this part sucks so bad. He, I understand that he must have been scared, but the light was shining on her for a hot second yeah, before he shot. Yeah, and it's the shot. only light on her. Like, he could visibly, I feel like, see her. See that it was her and not the mom. Yeah. And he's such anyways, a dumbass. he shoots her. He shoots Tess, yeah, and as so- she's coming to help him. Um, and obviously, and he runs up there and then he's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, uh, and then he's like, you're okay. We're going to get you out. We're going to get help. And so they end up getting out. And then that's when we notice when she comes out that, uh, oh, the, um, mama's not there where she was. Yeah. So, um, they're like, what do we do? And she's like, I know where we can go. So they end up going to find Andre, which they do. And Andre takes them to At the water tower underneath the water tower. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then he's basically explaining that she's lived there. For her whole life, she comes out at night and that she is basically so inbred that it's like when you make a copy of a copy copy, of a copy, it gets that way. That's what you get. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, because he explained that he would take those ladies down there and then have babies with their babies and babies with their babies. Yeah. So weird. And yeah, disgusting. Yeah. Um, And so basically, that's how we got mama. And um, it's funny because then they're also freaking out because they're like, are we even safe here? Like, what are we like? We need to go. And he's like, I've lived here for 15 15 years years. and she ain't ever come in here. And then automatically she just busts through. Through. Yeah. And then and before AJ uh got all introspective, too. Oh, yeah. And he's like, like, I'm a terrible person. person? Yeah. I shot her. Yeah. And it was like and then you could tell he was clearly thinking about his essay projecting charges as well. And it was like, dude, you you're no, a terrible person. Yeah. You suck. You're not a good person who does bad things. You're just a bad person. Yeah. Um. But yeah, then mama breaks in and she 
yanks up Andre and then just rips off his little arm and then starts beating the shit out of him with his own arm. Pelting him with it. So funny. Badass. Yeah, funny. <laughs> She's just like like a rag doll, just like wah, wah, wah. And then um, we have them running up the stairs of the water tower. I like Mama. Yeah, and she's honestly misunderstood. She's not really doing anything bad. She's honestly protecting her own, yeah. her child. And then that's whenever they're running up the stairs of the water tower, kind of going up on the side. And, uh, man, poor Tess is fucking shot. So she's struggling here. And AJ is just leaving her in the dust. And he's like, come on, come on. And they do. She's like, wait for me. And yeah. he's like, uh. they They end up getting close to the top. He gets up there, obviously, first. And then that's whenever we have um, her getting up to the top. But the mama is right behind her. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so he has his gun, but as he's about to like pull it out, he fucking drops that. Like a little bitch. Drops, drops it because his hands are shaking too bad and he can't get a hold of it. And then he goes, well, one of us has got to get away. So then he just takes Tess and he throws her off the water tower and says, come get your here. Come get your baby. Come get your baby. Yeah. And mama just hops right off after her. Catches her midair somehow, I guess. I think her body mass made her travel faster Further. than Tess did. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And then heavier. wrapped her up in her little arms and ends up saving Tess's life by using her body as like a, a shield. Mm-hmm. Um, and then AJ comes down and he was like, I didn't even, you actually slipped. Yeah, I didn't even he like, was like go. gaslighting her. I didn't like go, I was like, you slipped. AJ, what the fuck? He's like, here, let me save you. Let yeah. me save you. I will save you. I was like, no. Stupid. You... But thankfully. Mama pops right up and then she just picks up AJ by his head and then takes her little thumbs and just presses them into AJ's eyeballs, makes jelly. It looked like applesauce coming yeah. out of his eyes. It did. And then, ugh. Oh, makes Rips my eyeballs apart. hurt. And then, yeah, just splits his head in half. Yeah. And then the whole time she then just drops AJ and it looks back at Tess and is like babbling and is be, saying, be, like, be, 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 be. and then that's whenever we have Tess grabbing the gun and pointing it to mama's head. And it's kind of like a really sentimental moment. I know. Cause then mama because, kisses her little fingers and yeah, then puts a kiss on Tess's forehead. Because it's almost like Mama even knows, like, what's about to happen. And she's kind of giving her, like, permission, like... It's to okay. shoot like, her. Do it, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Do it, baby. As yeah. long as my baby lives. Yeah. And... And then Tess she'll, shoots her. Shoots her and then roll credits. The credits come on and then we flash back to Tess getting up and... Walking away. Tess walking away and... Kinda like, stumbling. Yeah. And this is a fantastic version of where they took a happy song and made mm-hmm. it creepy because mm-hmm. with that be my little baby mm-hmm. song that not be my little baby not that no, one no, 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 but it was a different one yeah, that also older. said yeah. be my little baby um they did a great job of taking a happy song and making it creepy it actually had some relevance unlike smile and lollipop lollipop mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah yeah this one was good um but yeah that is 2022's Barbarian. Yeah, which was pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, thank you for the recommendation, Miss Nancy. Yes. Um, I guess I'll I'll go first with my boobe boobe cool review. Um, boobe cool. I hated it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I really liked it. I, I almost it was choked on my so own spit. Good. <laughs> I remember when I first watched it too. I thought it was so good. I thought it was really um upon your first watch because you don't really know what's going on. 
there was uh, so many moments where I was like, I thought it was going to go in this direction, but then it didn't. And then you have like the breaking down of the kind of three different parts of the movie that I feel like really um, were, it worked for the movie and it felt really like kind of, <clears throat> I mean, obviously other stuff has probably been broken up like this before, but it just kind of seemed like uh, new-ish and like fresh and felt like, um the people who made it had a good like plan of where they 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 laid it out pretty good like it was as much as like there was a twist and like oh i thought it was going here it was going there like they still it didn't seem like it was unreasonable or like unjarring or like how did we get here like what is this yeah. what's going on like you know it all still made sense um and the acting was pretty good i really honestly i feel like i'm kind of sad that bill wasn't in it as long because i feel like that character kind of could have gone somewhere maybe yeah in the storyline um, but we did need that good shock value mm -hmm. of to kind of reset the film yeah and to kind of throw you a bit yeah um otherwise and to make you be like oh shit otherwise i wouldn't be feeling what i'm feeling right now yeah um but yeah i i, I agree that mama was misunderstood and it's kind of like an unfortunate circumstances of events yeah uh, it's, it's not her fault that and, she's and even like the whole situation with bill with keith and um tess like an unfortunate event that like honestly it was just kind of a coincidence but then it works in the film of like the, the context of the horror film um of like why she's even there and stuff but like it was all kind of just kind of an accident really yeah um, she just ended up in that spot and he was there at the same time too um and then yeah i think that um it was pretty thrilling it was pretty scary at some parts especially whenever like they're in the dark and you can kind of only barely see mama at some points um i think the design on her was pretty good yeah it was pretty she was like statuesque and tall but like meaty and like um even though she was like naked it wasn't like because being naked like that i feel like that could have been also like comical in a way yeah or like taken like not so seriously but they still did it in a way where it was like it was still pretty scary yeah uh, no yeah. and it was like human but not looking naked, human yeah yeah mm -hmm. it it reminded me of like a titan from attack on titan mm -hmm. and they're like almost naked almo right? yeah they are naked mm -hmm. um but like it was almost like you don't notice her genitalia mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um except for her boobs yeah which are meant to be there because she's mama yeah um, which we do see her trying to like feed breastfeed and stuff yeah mm -hmm. um but you don't you don't notice her vagina mm -hmm. yeah 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 most part most certainly. it's almost like she's like a it's Ken tasteful doll. it's tasteful or a barbie doll it's tasteful nakedness if that yeah. makes sense yeah they never like explicitly show it yeah um so all in all i would probably have to give it like a good 4.5 honestly yeah. out of five a 4.5 i think it was directed and told very well um and um i don't know if you can make like a sequel or something or a prequel. I don't know. It's cool. I don't necessarily want another movie of this, like a barbarian, but like I want more people to look at this movie and be like, we need to make more films like this, kind of, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Like how definitely. to make how to make a good film. Here's an example. Here's an example. Take barbarian. from it from what you will and make a good film now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah Cause it really is such a great film. Mm -hmm. I really love it. Um, you want some fun facts? Yeah. Let's see. 
The script started out after Zach Krager read the Gavin De Becker book, Gift of The Gift of Fear, which encourages women to trust their intuition when confronted by obviously dangerous men. Mm. He used it as a writing exercise and began crafting a 30 minute short that consisted entirely of a conversation in which a woman continues to ignore a mounting series of red flags. He liked it well enough that he knew he had the makings of a longer film and began conceptualizing a broader story for the characters. Cool. Yep. Um, Zach Kreger originally offered the role of AJ to Zach Efron. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Efron turned it down, causing Kreger to rethink the role and then offer it to Justin Long, who accepted. Mm -hmm. The Hollywood Reporter expose on AJ is written by Kim Masters, who is a real-life reporter at the trade publication. In the wake of the Harvey Weinstein cases, she became known for breaking stories about men in the film and TV industry who had been accused of sexual assault. Mm. The film is set on 476 Barbary Street. The year 476 was when the barbarians invaded Rome. Cool. Director Kreger insists this is unintentional and purely coincidental. Wow. Sometimes things like that happen in life. Yeah. Um, but also people love to like connect dots that aren't even there, if that makes sense. Even though I guess it was a coincidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Richard Brake shared a story on Instagram about attending a late night screening of the movie, noting that a particular group of teenagers sitting a few rows behind him were really into the film and were terrified. When it was over, they were leaving the theater using the flashlights on their phones. When the light accidentally caught Brake's face, the teenagers recognized him from the movie, then screamed and ran from the room in genuine fear. <laughs> so Richard Brake. Is Frank? Frank. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That Which makes sense. I would be terrified too. <laughs> right. Oh. Life imitates art. Yeah. Art imitates life. Did we get Nancy's? Mm-hmm. Okay. You want to read it? Um, yeah, sure. Um, so Nancy says, um, it's funny. Um, so I don't know how to feel about this movie. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't bad by any means, but it wasn't what I expected. Kind of unsettling, which I guess was the point. The early interaction between Keith and Tess are all too familiar, being, in a, being a woman in a male-dominated work environment. And... Uh, and I've been in many, in many Airbnbs before, so the thought of someone li- living underneath me and watching me while I sleep is terrifying. Yeah, it really is. The film was funny and at times at the expense of the horror, but it's commendable for taking a stab at something fresh. The mama character is scary as fuck, and if I ever came across her, I would probably just let her take care of me. <laughs> <laughs> the twist kept me anticipating what was going to happen next. And by the end of it, it all definitely will have me rethink about booking my next Airbnb. Uh, four out of five boobs. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't think any of the comedy aspects came in at expense of the horror, but otherwise I agree. Yeah. Um, I feel like especially, I feel like the beginning of it definitely felt like more rom-com vibes with a tinge of creepy as yeah. opposed to like, you know what i guess most people feel like a horror movie would naturally be or should be like yeah. jump scares and like all ominous and creepy the whole time yeah, I guess. yeah which yeah. i appreciate that this mm-hmm. film didn't really rely on jump scares at all mm-hmm. it and it did such a good job of being unsettling anyways mm-hmm. um i think what's your yeah your boo rating for me mm-hmm. i really enjoyed this film the first time i watched it um i didn't get to see it in theaters but i did watch it at home once it came out on hbo mm-hmm. and i watched it with andrew andrew was legitimately terrified sorry andrew <laughs> that's funny no that's awesome uh, like the that's whole the time point of this game, maybe. yeah he's 
He's not as into scary movies, but he does like to watch them. And he really enjoyed this film. Mm, he mm-hmm. thought it was really good. That's good. Um, and it, that it did make him unsettled. Mm-hmm. Um, so I and I agree. It was creepy. It was really creepy. And it made me it has me rethinking Airbnbs, too, mm-hmm. and stuff. That too. is true. You can you never know. Yeah. What's in other parts of the house or, you know, like then there's like kind of like the 13 cameras situation mm-hmm. where there could be cameras. And camera the, yeah. Oh, also terrifying. Um, but overall, I thought this was a fantastic film. It has this film has everything. It does. It really does. <laughs> um, it's got, you know, it's got a tint of romance. It's got a little bit of comedy. It's got boop. a lot of bit. Yeah. <laughs> boop. Literally her boop. trying to breastfeed Justin Long. That's a bit laughable. Yeah, that is. Yeah. yeah. And um, but also like terrifying. simultaneously the most terrifying thing I've yeah. ever seen. True. And it's grotesque. Yeah. It's just so good. Her hairy nipples. Yeah. Mm hmm. It was, yeah. and even seed. the milk coming out of it looked like yellowy, rotten milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like puss, spoiled mm-hmm. puss. It's puss. It's not even milk. It's just puss coming out of her puss. <laughs> it's just puss. Um, and um, yeah, yeah. But I loved all the acting in it. I thought Tess did a phenomenal job of portraying someone who was like freaked out, and but also like determined to like try to like help. Yeah. As no matter how scared, I guess, or freaked out she was of what was going on. And to be the like, she had final girl vibes. Yeah. And there's a reason she lives, mm-hmm. um, even though she kept going back. But I mean, then again, so did Sally mm-hmm. and Tex Chainsaw Massacre and stuff, too. Not to help people, but Sally was just, that's her name, right? Sally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's just running around everywhere. So um, I think, and then Skarsgård did a stand up performance in this film justin long i've never believed someone was more of an asshole in my entire life truly so justin long did a fantastic job with that and then mama was a wonderful creature design Mm -hmm. um they did a fantastic job with her i really loved the way she looked and this was one of the times where it's not scarier having her be hidden be hidden yeah Mm -hmm. it's scary seeing her Mm -hmm. up front and like center and then especially too when she is like slightly shrouded with the shadows mm-hmm. that is terrifying. That's the scariest. yeah yeah because she it reminds me of like slender man mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. stuff you're just saying this like scary. spindly body when she was running like, up <laughs> towards uh them the first time i think right yeah whenever she was yeah coming towards keith and then started banging his head and in. even whenever she slips away from aj Mm -hmm. whenever he's by the door Mm -hmm. and she like kind of retreats to the shadows very scary yeah Mm -hmm. it's very scary um but yeah i think i would have to give this film honestly like a Mm 4.75 i really really enjoyed this film i enjoyed it on the second watch every bit it was so easy to get through um and i would honestly break it up sorry into like the three parts it feels like three short episodes almost yeah Mm -hmm. it's very digestible and Mm -hmm. i would go back and watch this film again today if i had to Mm -hmm. i would watch it again like (laughs) if someone was like watch barbarian again breakfast lunch and dinner let's do it okay i will don't mind if i do um yeah so that's 4.75 a four and And a a 4.5 so we're at like a 4.5 yeah yeah 4.5 for the barbarian 
for Barbarian 2023. Mm-hmm. No, 22. Was it 22? I thought it was 2023. It's 2023. It came out. Did it? Well, no, maybe 2022. Was it last year? 2022. Yeah, it came out last year. You're right. You're right. I was like, at least I. Yeah. But who knows? I've gotten, whoops. I've gotten that those dates wrong (laughs) before. You're right. It did come out last fall. Um, But yeah. So there you have it, a 4.5 overall for Barbarian yeah. by Zach Krager. By Zach Krager. Yep. Once again, we're in the love, 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 lovely Rogue Media Network Studios. That, 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 that's all, mm-hmm. folks. And they take good care of us. You can that's listen right. to our podcast and other podcasts on their website called RoadMediaNetwork.com. And you can listen to them, also us and them, on a slew of podcasting platforms, the biggest two being Spotify and also Apple. But wherever you do listen, don't forget to rate, review, like, and subscribe. That's right, because that is the only way we can get ahead in this world. And then where, uh, if you want to let us know your thoughts on Barbarian, please reach out to us on our one social media platform, which is Instagram. And that is at at Boobays Podcast. That's at B-O-O-B-A-E-S, because we're your Boobays, not your Boo Babes. Yep. And then if you want to keep following along with us for this spooky month of October and uh, keeping up with the other films that we'll be watching. Make sure you follow us there and then you'll figure out what we're going to cover. Yeah. Because I don't think we know what we're going to nope, cover. But we're going to find out. Yeah, we could do uh, Tusk with Justin Long. Mm, we could. Keep Justin Long in the mix. Just Justin Long for the rest of the year. Justin Long everything. There's a lot of horror movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does have quite a few. Mm-hmm. Love them. But until then. Bye, Bays. Bye, Bays. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.